You ever sit around in the evenings after a round of golf and think, what would be the simplest way to play this game? What would be the most predictable way to get my ball from A to B? That's what we're talking about today. Golf isn't a game of perfect, but I think it's important if you can understand the framework for what perfect might look like, you can work towards that. You can make more educated decisions about how you're going to work on your golf swing. You can tighten things up so you can hit more fairways, hit more greens, and play better golf. My name is Tim Connor. I'm the host of this podcast. I do this podcast every week in the name of better golf. Subscribe. Hang out if you're into playing better golf. Let's dig in. Let's dive deep today. I think today is going to be very impactful if you're in the middle of a learning curve where you're really struggling to have some consistency as far as your side to side goes. If we wanted to play golf in the simplest way, if we wanted to make the ball go to our target the most consistently, we would do what the pros do. They're a good example. But even more consistent than the pros is the robots, the things that do ball testing. And all those things do is they turn on a singular plane and they hit with the club in line with their hitting arm. And that, at essence, is the simplest way to play golf. So if we want to know where our ball is going to go, where it's going to end up, how we can get there the most often, the simplest way to do that is to keep everything in a nice straight line. If you're listening to this only, I'm gonna add some visuals to the YouTube video. And if you're watching on YouTube, let me know how my visuals are because uh, I, wanna make, I wanna make it easier for you to understand and comprehend and make sure we're getting you all the tools you need to understand what we're talking about. We want everything to be in a nice straight line. Okay, now that sounds simple on paper. Yes, it is simple on paper. You know, there's that old saying, the devil's in the details. Well, the details are really important when it comes to this. If you're a person who wants to tighten up your consistency, we want to have a straighter line between our arm and the club at impact more often. That includes all of your joints on your arm, your wrist, your elbow, your shoulder. All of those things are part of the system that creates a straight line between your arm and the club. Now, my favorite way to practice this, to, to start and to make it sustainable and to make it understandable so you you are incorporating what we're talking about we're not just talking we're actually doing that's the important part of any of this discussion that happens between you and i or for any other youtube video you might watch it's one thing to learn something but it's another thing to implement that thing and that is where the beauty is in golf instruction let's implement it let's just not talk about it let's not fluff about it let's be about it so we want to have straight arms the easiest way to start practicing that is to just do some chipping, do some pitching, and that will look just like this with your arms nice and straight, elbows together. And if you can imagine just decreasing the space between your elbows as much as possible without hyperextending your arms or your elbows, that's where we want to be. So we want our arms hanging freely. We want our elbows together. And then in concept, in theory, we want those elbows to stay together throughout the backswing and the follow through. And that proximity, that perfect triangle between arms and club the magic uh there's an old i don't know term for this magic v or something that v shaped shape if we can maintain that shape through our golf swing we're maintaining our arm structure and we're giving ourselves this wonderful chance to have a good idea where our golf ball is going the other real beauty here is that if we do keep our elbows together and our arms straight and we hit with a nice straight line between our lead arm and the club our club face is truly in our hands and our fingers. And I think this is so much more powerful than you might understand because oftentimes your club face is influenced by external factors such as 
they're not external, but factors that move up the chain, such as your elbow. So if, I, if I'm holding the club here and I move my elbow, watch what happens. We're changing the loft, we're also changing the face direction. So if you're changing loft and face direction, you're changing what? You're changing consistency. That's, that's the deal. Golf is a game of precision. It's a game of knowing where you want your golf ball to end up. And if you're playing the amateur game of golf, chances are you're not being held up by your distance. You're being held up by your lack of precision. All right? Now, if you want to play game, the game at the highest level, maybe that's the highest level of your club or the highest level of the tour you want to play on, then distance is an important component too. But when it comes to distance as well, the more structure we have through our system, the more we can add speed to that structure without losing the integrity of it and hurting our dispersion in a way that isn't repeatable. So structure equals, structure and foundation equal the ability to add load and speed, which is a really, really good thing. If we're creating kind of a priority list or a framework for how we should learn this stuff, the first thing we should learn is how to create that structure. Once you create structure, then you can really focus on adding load, adding speed, adding difficulty to that process. But we want to start with the simplest form of that. And the simplest form is really chipping, pitching. It's hitting small shots and learning to keep our arms straight, learning to keep our elbows together, learning to keep that perfect triangle shape between our chest and our arms. That's where we start learning. And then once you get good at that, once you get, once that becomes something you know and understand and can replicate and can do at a lower speed or load, then you add speed. Now, this kind of learning is this, what I would call is like a learning in a perfect world, learning in a textbook. And that's not the way it will happen. It's the way ideally it would happen, but that's not the way it's going to happen because what's going to happen is you're going to go play golf. You're going to go hit range balls. You're going to swing in and out of understanding the concepts and learning and applying them. And because of that, we don't just start with chipping and then graduate to pitching and then graduate to three quarter shots and then graduate to full shots. We start learning at a basic level, but we try to implement across all of our systems. And then over time with our effort and our focus, we make this new motion ours. And we're gonna have highs and lows of learning. But the moral of the story is at the end of the day, we make more good swings than bad swings. And the more often we're doing that, the more we are starting to take ownership of this movement that will add the consistency that you've hoped you've always had. To be able to hit a seven iron and hope it goes, say, within the span of a green at 150 yards is such a reasonable goal. Like you should be capable of that, all right? That's not, that's not playing golf at the highest level. That's not impossible. That's learning some good foundational work, putting some work in to understand and make it yours, and then getting control of your dispersion. Now, largely, a lot of what we're talking about today is getting our arms straighter to, to hone in on our dispersion. Variable that's going to really help take it over the edge for you once you've, once you've learned to have your arm straight is how well you control your club face. And your club face, without diving into the weeds today, is a combination of how you grip the club. I have previous podcasts that I've talked about 
how to grip the club, and then how you use your wrists from there. That's where the magic happens. From a, from a basic perspective, let's understand that the grip has a few different fundamentals. One, we want our hands together. We don't want our hands working apart. We don't want any of this long separation between my fingers. I want my hands together. I want the creases, these creases here, I want the creases in my fingers to point towards my trail shoulder. If I'm looking down at my hands, I'm able to see two, maybe three knuckles on my top hand. Two is a good fair number. And on the bottom hand, the bottom hand is gonna complement that top hand. Largely, the golf club is going to run in your fingertips. So it's not gonna run like this on a lateral. It's not gonna run perpendicular to your hands. It's gonna run on an angle. And then our hands are gonna wrap on that club. And it's gonna sit mostly in our fingertips, not deep down in your, in your meat paws here. Oftentimes you'll hear people use their grip as an excuse for why they struggle with consistency. And that might be true if you've shored up the things that we've talked about today. Are you hitting with a stable structure from your arms? If you are, then your grip and your arms become the real variable. And the better you are at using that, the more you will tighten up your dispersion over the course of time. If you have slack in the system, if you have a janky elbow, if you have a janky lead wrist, which is a culprit for a lot of inconsistencies, it's hard to decipher whether your grip's a problem or not because you have so much slack in the system. It makes it freaking difficult to understand where your ball is gonna go, especially over the course of time. I talked about chipping and pitching. I think that's an important way for you to start to build some structure in your arms. And as you do that, you can have a narrow stance because it's not a big swing. So keep your heels almost together, chip with your arms straight, just rotate your chest, build that up into your swing. So graduate to half swings, graduate to three quarter swings, graduate to full swings, and really try to maintain that same kind of arm structure that we talked about keeping our arms nice and straight, keeping our elbows together. And keeping your elbows together is really one of my very favorite swing cues because if your elbows are together, a lot of things are a lot of things are going right, not wrong. It's really hard to have your elbows together and be in shitty golf positions. It just yeah, there's more good than bad happening and that's one of the swing cues I will give out the most often. Another one I'll give out often is keeping our trail arm long. For the right-handed golfer, keeping their right arm long. If you're going to have good extension, if you're going to have that good triangle shape between your arm, arms and the, your chest, that right arm needs to stay long. And if it gets short, what's going to happen is the arms are going to get sloppy, your wrists are going to get sloppy, and there's just going to be a lot of that sloppy bullshit going on. What to take away from this? If you want consistency, you need to build structure through your arms, down into your club, through your grip, and that is really at the core of, can you make the golf ball go where you want it to make consistently over the course of time? If you have a lot of weird stuff going on, it makes it very difficult to be consistent. Start slow, make it part of your practice habits, and then implement it into your long swing habits and game. Expect that process to take some time, but the alternative, you know what the alternative is? The alternative's being inconsistent, it's playing shitty golf. Even though the path might take a while for you to implement the kind of things we're talking about today, it's better than the alternative. And slow and steady wins the race, especially if you want to make your gains sustainable and to make your long-term results to make your long-term results more consistent. I'm gonna wrap it there today. This is a podcast we can totally expand on. 
Drop any questions you have below in the comments. Send me an email. I like to know what you don't know. I know there is a lot more to golf technique than this, but this is very much at the foundation of consistency within your ball flight and having a ball flight that's gonna be repeatable over the course of time. It's very important. Arms straight, elbows together, start small, build up from there, make it part of your routine over the course of time, do a little bit every day in the name of better golf. Leave this thing a review, share it with a friend wherever you're at. I will catch you back here, same time, same place, next week.